Welcome to the Hood Rat to Harvard podcast, season two, episode eight. We're going to title this one September 10th because that's the day that I just found out yesterday that the person who sexually assaulted me as a child for years died. Isn't that something? That person died on my birthday last year, September 10th, 2021. I don't know, I was just sitting down last night watching uh, the Kev on Stage app and watching that new comedy, The Workplace, which is hilarious. I encourage you to download the app and watch all the content because Kev on Stage and his crew are absolutely hilarious. Um... But backstory. So I am my mother's oldest child. She only has two children. And I have a sister by my mother who's 10 years younger than me. We do not share the same father. My mother was married to her father. And think she married him when I was five but started dating him when I was like four so somewhere in there four or five she married him and he was in the military in the army and we moved around a lot and he was a child molester and he tortured me for years in that house and I wasn't one of those kids that didn't tell I told but nobody did anything and um, I think that's why I'm so independent now. And I don't trust anybody. I don't. I don't trust myself because I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to feed me three times a day and I don't. So when people say, why don't you trust me, girl? Kick rocks. I don't trust nobody. It's just what it is. Um, but um, so... I used to have uh, what I thought was a good relationship with my sister, and it went sour last last year, around spring last year, and we haven't recovered. I don't think we we're we're going to recover from that, um, and that's based on just stuff that's happened and how people choose to move and all those good things. And ain't nothing I can do about it. Uh, but let folks be who folks going to be. Because I still got to take care of these kids. No matter what somebody else doing or thinking about. Um, but I was just sitting there watching the show. And then something dropped in my spirit and said, Google that man obituary. Because I found out he died in a rogue type of way. So my sister... Hasn't really corresponded with me or talked to me since spring of last year, but will randomly text me. She randomly texts me like this year, asking me for legal advice regarding her father dying, which was crazy. She don't talk to me, but you can call, you can ask me for legal advice. The shit was weird. Um, very, uh, our, very spoke to me like our relationship is one where we, I'm being used. And I ain't like that shit. 
Um, cause I don't, I don't use people and I just, I don't know, that was weird. Um, but anyway, so I knew he was dead. So I Googled him last, Googled his obituary last night and when I just couldn't find it. So I Googled his obituary and I Googled her name with it and then it came up and I read it and this damn obituary, <laughs> this damn obituary says, I'm about to read it. Cause it's interesting. It is with deep sorrow that we announce the death of Douglas L. Hall of Opelika, Alabama, born in Shorterville, Alabama, who passed away on September 10th, 2021 at the age of 67. 20 years apart. That's what we were. That ratty motherfucker died on my birthday. I showed that to my husband yesterday. And he sat there with his mouth open like we we didn't have any words. Because here's the thing. So Years ago, and I say years ago, I was maybe in my early 20s. I had a vision or a dream that um, when he died, that he, I had a dream that he died a horrible, that he was going to die slow. And he was going to die a horrible death. And he did. And then I had, and part of that, that dream and vision was that I celebrated on the day that he died. And I'm thinking that I'm post like I I didn't understand the whole division. It wasn't clear, clear, but I knew that he died a slow death. That when he died, I was celebrating. But I had let that go. I was like, I'm not putting my mouth on that man. I let that man let God handle that. Yada yada yada. So when I find out yesterday that he died on my birthday, I'm like, whoa. So I started walking my husband through the steps. So it just so happens that my daughter, my oldest daughter moved back to Detroit. And um, for my birthday last year, she threw me a party in the park. I really haven't had a birthday party since I was a kid. So my baby threw me a party. Um, I did have a celebration for my grand opening, but that was in, in combination with my birthday. But, but other than that, not really. So my baby threw me a party and we had music. We had games. We had cake. We had food. And we had a ball on my birthday last year, September 10th. 2021 in the park just me my kids my husband my bestie and her husband that was it that's the that was the whole party and my kids including my my goddaughter vicky too that was the whole party but i so enjoyed myself that day they had they sent they picked me up and took me to the spa downtown Detroit, I had a, a massage, I had 
I was just catered to. I got to sit and not do any work. It was just a nice, I had, I enjoyed myself that day. And then to get to the park and singing, karaoke, playing badminton, just, I mean, had some fun. So the dream came true on the day that he died. I was having a ball. It just wasn't related to him. But it did happen on the day that he died. And here I am. My husband's like, what are your thoughts? Like, what's going through your head? What was going through my head was that my sister knew that. Didn't share that information. Didn't bother to call regarding that. I just, I'm just feeling some type of way about the whole thing. Like every, it's just keep the layers of the bullshit just keep coming. And I just had a conversation with my cousin the other day, him and I talk a lot. And, um, and he couldn't understand what the, like what, what all took place. Cause I don't really talk about it. This could be the first time I talk about it. Outside of my husband. Because I don't talk about it at all with nobody. But I'm resolved to the point where I've changed my will. Um, because people, when people show you who they are, just believe they ass. Right? And uh, I just got to do things differently. And that's just, and I'm resolved to the fact that that's just what it's going to be. Because there's no, there's no going back from it. Right? There's, there's no going back from it. Um, but, um, so I was talking to my cousin and I was like, how can somebody take issue with you when they did you wrong? You didn't do anything to them. And anything that you've done to them, you've apologized for sincerely and showed through your actions that you were sincere with your apology. Yet they do something to you or allow a third third party to do something to you and then they don't talk to you no more. That shit is wild. And then tell me that they are therapy about the relationship with me. But yet you seem to be able to text me to ask me for shit. So how how does the therapy work over where you at? Does the therapist tell you to, to text your sister and ask her for stuff? Or don't communicate with her only if you need something? Because I'm trying to understand how the therapy works. Because mine don't work like that. So I was just trying to figure it out. But um, so I'm resolved that it's going to be what it's going to be. Because I'm, and then you see me at my aunt's funeral. I didn't see you because I was taking pictures. You see me, you walk up to me and you walk past me and say, hey, Sean, no hug, no nothing. And then my niece speaks to me and she don't know whether or not to hug me or not. So that, that lets me know that you've been talking to her either about me or you've been talking about me in front of her. Cause she don't know what to do with me. That shit was weird. My kids wouldn't do you like that because I don't tell my kids nothing about 
about you, talk bad about you, nothing like that. But when people do stuff and they, they think they be woke when they be dead behind the eyes, I, I can't be bothered with that shit. I can't. But this this right here, this took the cake last night. Yo goddamn uh daddy done died his slow death. And he died on my birthday. What kind of poetic justice was that bitch? What and I was happy. Ooh, I was happy on my birthday. Baby. This shit is wild. When I tell you the world is wild. I mean, torturous. Me and my, uh, so my kids were telling me something the other day about this girl who was, uh, raped by her stepfather and she put up a camera in her room and showed that he was coming in her room trying to assault her. And they had a whole trial and he was found not guilty. Even though she had video. And all I was thinking was, if if I had I had a video in my bedroom as a kid so you could see this nasty, dirty-ass motherfucker crawling on his knees uh, trying to touch me in my bed and me fighting his ass at age of five, six, seven. Be so tired when you go to school because your ass been up fighting. You done stayed up all night in the bathroom and won't come out and you trying to stay your ass woke so this motherfucker leave you alone. I said, damn, if I had had cameras and, and people saw that and still didn't believe me, I think I don't know if I, well, I don't know if I, I don't know what I would have did. I was just feeling so, so much sympathy for that little girl that you say you actually speak your truth. You set up a camera to catch his ass and then they, he go have a whole trial and, and get off. I said, oh my God, on today. Couldn't, I, I don't even know what I would do. That shit was wild. But, baby, let me tell you. I'm sitting here like, mm, I don't know, just so much stuff happening. I get a call from my cousin, like my cousin, we were talking, and um, I had told him when he got out of prison, I said, you need to go ahead and get your ancestry dot com and and twenty three and me and get your uh cause he he he's never known who his daddy was and he he finally did it and he that sucker didn't tell me and he went and got it done and he was just telling me how people coming out the woodwork and people he know this and that and who he think his daddy is and all this stuff and all this stuff just started coming full circle and shoot. Come to find out the person he thinks is his daddy based on his connections on through his ancestry uh connections is my daddy best friend. I said, oh my gosh. Boy, when he said the name, I said, oh, I know him. Cool dude. You would have had a good daddy. Cause he was the he was cool, honey. Everybody liked him. Very personable. And then, I, then when I went and looked at his picture, I was like, oh, sucker. If somebody had told me that your mom was messing around with him, I could have told you that that was your daddy because you look just like him. You act like him. You move like him. It's it's weird to me. So I done went through a whole lot this these last couple of days, honey. 
it's been a whirlwind to learn oh, all the all the secrets, honey. People just walking around with all their little secrets and they all coming out. You can't hide no more. Yeah, can't hide. Baby. It's a small world. But yeah, to think that I said that I was going to rejoice on the day that this sucker died. And I was rejoicing that day. I celebrated on my birthday. It was a good day. A good day. But yeah. This is this is a lot to take in. A lot. And then, oh, I didn't I didn't oh, and then my TikTok page, them dang on great value motherfuckers. Try to get my TikTok page taken down. I got banned. I had to do some things to get the page back. I said, boy, y'all, y'all really mad over, over a student loan video. Now, all the content that I put out, that's what you get mad about. I don't know. It just let me, it just let me know. It just solidified. Not let me know. It just solidified how what I already knew and what that is is that people will have opinions that go against their own interest just because of the color of somebody else's skin. Make the shit make sense. So when I worked for a union house, I um I had to do a report for my boss on universal health care, the pros and cons of it. So in my research, what I found was, and it's not nothing, nothing new. Anybody want to go look it up, you can look it up. What I found was that we cannot have universal health care. And universal health care is, is sort of like what they have over in Canada. That's where your tax dollars support the health system. That means a heart, a heart transplant costs the same for somebody in Nebraska as it does for somebody in New York. That means that, um, and and then it's it's subsidized by the government, and that uh, a gyneco gynecological visit in Michigan is the same as a gynecological visit in Louisiana. That um, I have access to all the same doctors as as somebody else, and the price is going to be the price is set. There's no market for it. You know what I'm saying? So that's universal health care. And you don't pay anything the, because you pay it with your tax dollars. So when I was doing the research to show him, uh, do a report for him for the pros and cons of universal health care, um, what I found was that who needs universal health care the more is rural America and uh, poor marginalized communities and those communities by and large that don't have high populations of of black people will vote against universal health care because they think that black people will benefit from it and therefore they don't want it even though they would benefit more and greatly in greater numbers they still don't want it they want to suffer 
it kind of the, the student loan uh uproar is the same thing. So you would prefer to stay in debt because you know that particularly that black women are most educated uh women in in America and that most of them have um loans. So if you alleviate the loan debt, then that would free up uh, a ton of black people from having debt and and being upperly mobile in a in greater numbers. And because of that, you don't want your debt gone. Does that shit make sense? So people will vote against their own best interests simply because of racism. It is ingrained in our society so thick and so and 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 applied so ignorantly. I don't even know that you can apply racism in a non-ignorant manner, but just apply it so ignorantly that they would vote against their own best interest. It makes no sense. It made no sense when you see people uh living in poverty in the the, the mountains of Tennessee voting for the previous administration. That person is a millionaire. You are not. That person, you and that person are not the same. What do you think that you are going to benefit from this person? You're not. That person got an office and changed the tax laws to benefit those people like me who own property and own businesses, not you. The tax code does not benefit you. It benefits me, not you who are living in uh, a trailer in the mountains of Tennessee. It benefits me, the person who owns land and, and property in Michigan. And you voted for that person. So you voted against your own interests. Made no sense to me. I, it, other than it seeped in the fabric that is American racism. Just wow. Just wow. The all of it was just wow. So I had a, a roller coaster of a ride this week. So much so with clients and everything, like these decisions are coming down and clients are, are losing their shit from these decisions. And I'm like, did you read it? Well, oh, and then I have to walk them through it and read it to them. Oh, I didn't read it like that. I didn't see it like that. I didn't do it. Oh my gosh. Reading is fun for the mental. You got to read, baby. Panicking for no reason. Just a lot. Just so much going on. And then my ratty daughter, she decides to have a housewarming and ain't a bit more prepared for a housewarming. But she going to have it anyway. I know she woke up one morning and said, like, I want people to buy me things. And that's how this came about. Cause I don't, I'm confused. A girl, I'm so confused. I was like, "What? What's the food? What's on the menu?" Oh, I don't know. I was like, "Girl, you haven't hooked, bought a cater, uh, solidified a caterer yet? You better take your ass to uh one of these chicken places, uh, somebody to to cater this and and knock this out. Cause, honey, I I don't even think you got any." I, Think she have any patio furniture for people to sit on? No chairs, no nothing. What do you? Where? 
Girl, make it make sense to me, honey. Because I'm confused. So confused. All this week was just, whew, drama. You know what would what would have made this week sweet is if I had a, took my butt to Flint and got me one of them big-ass candy apples, baby. But I know I ain't need it. All that damn sugar. All that damn sugar. I ain't need it. But I really wanted it. I really did. Oh, well, baby, let me tell you. This the first time I'm speaking on all the bullshit that's been going on in my family. Because <sighs> last night just solidified it for me. I was like, oh, I ain't got shit coming from... Dang, it is what it is, honey, at this point. Ah. Ain't no ain't no going back on this. Just too much. And then yesterday I went to the investiture of one of our uh judges, one of the first first black judge in circuit court in McCole County. And um I just didn't want to be out. I didn't want to be out and I didn't want to be seen. My whole knee is jacked up. So I can't wear heels. I can't wear flats. I have to wear tennis shoes all the time. Because I go get an MRI on Monday for my knee. I just did not, I did not want to be bothered with people. I didn't want to breathe. People breathing on me. I didn't want, I had to wear my mask because my baby had went to driving instruction. I'm going to wear my mask anyway. But she went to driving instruction on Saturday and then her instructor calls Sunday to tell everybody that she got that she got COVID. No, she calls Monday to tell us that she got COVID. Well that's after the kids and went to school. I was just like this this disease ain't gonna never go away. It's it's gonna it's just gonna be here. This virus is just gonna be here. But I I did not want to be around people but I had to be, and I didn't want to breathe the air. I didn't want them breathing my air. I just want to go home. When I tell you I am an introvert for real, I am. I just want to be in my house doing me. I ain't got many more summers uh, left to be working. I got many more summers left to be living, but not enough, not many more left to be working. And I just want to enjoy them these end of end of the day days work days the best way i can and that's just chilling and not listening to nothing that got to do with the law and just kicking with my kids and watching shows that make me laugh and, and entertain me that's it oh baby this week has been try ring try ring Oh, I've been through the ringer, baby. But I thought I'd share that. That that sucker, the person that I had nightmare. Let me tell you something. When you rape, molest, sexually assault a child, you take their soul. You take their innocence. And, um... You you reshape them for the rest of their life. People even know all this shit 
that I went through as a child from the age of four to 10. That's when I got finally got out of that house. From the age of four to 10. Stuck, still sticks with me. But during the, the, the beginning years of my marriage, if my husband would reach over and try to tap me for anything to wake me up to try to for to try to get me to turn off the tv because i got the remote for to say let's get it on i would my first reaction is to fight let's fight because that's what i was used to as a child you come and try to touch me in my sleep i'm fighting That's the innocence that goes. People don't understand that. So that happened from ages of 4 to 10. And here I am, a grown-ass woman in my 30s. And my husband, patience personified he is, have to get up out of his bed, get up out the bed, walk around, and, and stand over me and say my name to wake me up. He did that for years. He will... Chandrika, Chandrika, you got the remote. Chandrika, you lay, you land on the remote. Chandrika, can you cut your alarm off? Chandrika, he would have to get up out of his, out the bed, go walk around to my side and say my name for me to wake up, not fight him. So when people don't understand the depths of it, it's layers to this bullshit. So when that motherfucker died. And now I know he died on my birthday. I did have a joyous day. I absolutely did. I rejoiced. God knew. I let God handle it. And look what God did. I thank you, God, for looking out for your girl. Yepers. Well, that's been another episode. Hood Rats to Harvard, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You learned something. Share with others. Don't forget to subscribe and follow Hood Rats to Harvard on all platforms. H-O-O-D-R-A-T, the number two. H-A-R-V-A-R-D. And share. And write us a review. Because uh, I got in the top 121 time. I like to get back up in there again. Help your girl out. I appreciate it. And for those of you um, looking for uh, legal services, uh, this is Chandrika Simmons, the attorney. My website is lawchick.com, L-A-W-C-H-I-C.com. You can book a paid consultation on my website and reach me that way. And the office number is 248-732-7559. Again, 7, 248-732-7559. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you in the comments. And being potential clients or come coming in for a consultation. If you need a referral for another lawyer, I'm your girl. Thank you.